Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Your host, Gene Hodge, is a training consultant, author, motivational speaker, and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. With HodgePodge Training, Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. With Gene's process, thousands of individuals have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802 or send an email to the opportunity hour at gmail.com. Studio lines are open at 1 866 826 1340. And now, here's your host, Gene Hodge. Good evening. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour, the place where we try to help all of you out there who are looking for employment to find something that you enjoy doing by creating your own opportunities. And so that's what we do. I'm here tonight uh, along with my trusty engineer, Mr. Matt. Matt's the guy that makes everything work. And Matt, how you doing this evening? I'm doing fantastic, Mr. Dean. How about you, sir? I'm doing just fine and I'm ready to go. Are you um, ready to go? Absolutely. Alrighty. So for those of you not familiar with the show, we have a couple of clips that we're going to play for you to get an idea of what do we mean by the Employment Opportunity Hour. And Matt, if you got them, let them go. Purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you didn't learn in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, The number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a, a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. You are welcome to watch me do the show. And simply by going out to our Tantalk radio network, which is Tantalk1340.com, you can find that, find Opportunity Hour, and you'll find me. But I suggest that you watch me to do the show because this show is all about finding enjoyable employment instead of a job. And the reason I say that is because I want you to see me because you have counselors, career coaches, HR individuals, and many others that are telling our most experienced workers that help make this country not to put stuff on your resume because it's going to date your age as if we're not going to see you when you show up. And so I want you to see me to do the show. You just got you here in my background and I want you to see me. I want you to look at me, my scars, bumps, my color. My hair is beginning to thin out, all that sort of stuff. I want you to look at me because I know we see you coming, we see you going, we see your front side, back side, we see all of you before you get a chance to open up your mouth. But more than that, I want you to get paid for your level of experience. I want you to get paid for those years, but also for you entry-level workers. I want you to know you count. And so I want you to know that we see you. Can't really hide anything. We do see you, and I want to make sure you know we see you, because that's how you're going to get chosen. Outside of that, that's not there. Now, tonight's topic, though, I'd like to have you think about this, is are you going to be laid off because your employer has brought on more advanced technology? when you think about that. Are you going to be laid off or is it it possible you may be getting laid off because of the advances in technology whereby the employers 
believe it's going to make the workforce more productive. Like that, if you think about it, because tonight I'm going to talk about an article that I got in the most recent news. has It has to do with a product called OpenAI. I'm going to kind of give you an idea of what that is, but but what the article says that that this this approach is titled Chat GPT. It could disrupt 19 percent of the workforce jobs. It's a lot of people. A lot of people are going to get laid off. Some of it's going to happen in 2023. It's only six months left in the year. This is June 1st. Would you like to have you think about, might you be one of the ones whereby you might be affected? Now, I'm going to just say, I think that's the greatest thing that could happen if that happens to you. However, if it does happen, it's because I get a chance to talk about tonight's topic, is... What can you do that the technology cannot do? That's what I want to focus on tonight, is what can you do that the technology cannot do in order for you to find enjoyable employment? So there, there's an out for you in case you're one of the ones that have gotten laid off. I'm going to give you what I call the secret to what I believe you can do that you can put into your resume in a sense, but you can get jobs whereby the technology can't do for you. Anyway, so that's that's what we're going to talk about tonight. And I believe I have a guest on the line. His name is Larry LaBelle. He was on our last show. Larry, are you still there? Yes, I am. Okay. Um, very quickly before the... Go- uh, before we go to break, Larry, tell us what it is that you do. I know you said on the last show, but tell us what you do uh, because you do help individuals to find employment. And I'm talking about this topic tonight because it's coming soon. Anyway, so, so tell us who you are and what do you do. My name is Larry LaBelle. I run a business called Win a Job Fast and and I write resumes for people that help them get more interviews. And I also provide training posting on the entire job search process so they can age an interview, get the salary they want, benefits, and so forth. Okay, great. So we're, we're going to, we're going I have Larry on because we, 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 some of us know what's coming, and that's not the problem. It's what can we do knowing that it's coming? What can you do knowing that it's coming? Because it's going to disrupt the way we perform work. And it's going to affect large numbers of people. And so that's that's what I'm going to talk about. What can you do so that you know how to get around this that the technology cannot and will never be able to do in a sense? Once you know those secrets, I think then you can find a way of fitting in but knowing that you may be laid off, how uh, you can keep going. So that's what I like to have you think about because that's that's what we're going to talk about. So before we do that, we're going to take a short break so you hear something from our sponsors. And when we come back, I'm going to give you a formula by which you can get started on, and then we'll go from there. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. I don't know where I'm going to look, but I... Employers, this is Gene Hodge of HodgePodge Training. Are you struggling to find ways to increase your low productivity and morale? We train employers on how to improve employee productivity and morale, saving you huge sums of dollars that you're currently spending on training, retraining, grievances, turnover, and lawsuits. If you have this concern, send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. In the subject line, put employer. Again, that's T-H-E, opportunityhour at gmail.com. 
If you happen to miss any part of the Employment Opportunity Hour, or there's a particular show you may want to hear again, don't forget you can check out all the past Employment Opportunity Hour programs by going to internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. All the shows are there, just click and listen, internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. And you can contact Gene via email at the, T-H-E, opportunity hour at gmail.com. So you don't have to miss a minute of the Employment Opportunity Hour ever again. Job Seekers, this is Gene Hodge of HodgePodge Training. Would you like to have a job that you enjoy or do you want to settle for something that you don't want to do? We train job seekers to find enjoyable and compatible jobs so that you're motivated and enjoy doing and, in most cases, being paid competitive salaries. If you are, send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. T-H-E, opportunityhour at gmail.com. In the subject line, put Job Seeker. And I will get back to you and hopefully to help you find something that you enjoy. to do be who you want to be and i believe some of you are doing it and a lot more of you have got to do that because we're in america and only you can make it work and i gotta say so. every time i hear that song when i do this show with you i think of one thing rocky three okay it's when apollo creed's yep. dancing his way to the ring before the fight with drago every mm-hmm. time i hear this song that's what i think of well i got it for jobs all right and and, and because Jobs is going to become a fight for a lot of us. Okay. So, I just mentioned that I'm going, it's a nice topic. Uh, In a recent uh, news article that came out a few days ago, today is June 1st, a few days ago, and and the title of it is OpenAI. Chat GPT could disrupt 19% of the U.S. jobs. And it lists employers, and the question was, is your employer on that list? Okay, we're not going to go through that list, but I am going to go through that. What is happening and what I'm going to suggest is what you can do and should do. So, before we do that, though, I'm going to give you a formula in order to find what I call endurable employment. And the formula is, do a self-assessment of yourself. Write down the things that you like doing, know how to do, can do, to find out what it is that you know how to do. And then from that, write down three to five things in each of those areas of what you can do, like doing, and enjoy doing. And then take whatever you wrote down, look at it, and see if you can put together a sentence or paragraph that could tell people what it is that you know how to do in 30 to 90 seconds so that they hear you. The reason is because if you're right in front of them, they can see you. They can also see your body language and how you speak, your use of words when you're in front of you. You can't see any of that on a piece of paper. They see all of that when you show up, if you're lucky enough to get invited into an interview. But that's why I want you to have that presentation ready. And then, since you may be looking for employment, start talking to as many people as you have known about what it is that you'd like to do, because that's all done through networking. And I'm going to suggest that if you follow the networking, you will indeed find enjoyable employment, even though the technology is changing the way we know things for the present time. So that's what I like to have you think about. And uh, anyway, so I'm going to start there. Uh, Larry LaBella is on the line. He helps people to get jobs. And Larry, if you have anything that you'd like to comment on or add to this, I'm not sure if you saw the article. But your thoughts on on this? Let me just kind of say something just a little bit before though. The thing that's called AI, I think yep. it's misunderstood. It's artificial intelligence. What that really means in English, it it means it's not real. 
It's artificial. It's like you got a in the old days you used to go out to the forest at Christmas time and chop down a Christmas tree. Nowadays you can go to the store and buy a Christmas tree, but it's artificial. It's not the real tree. Okay, so so AI is artificial intelligence, which means it's being it's being run by something I'm going to call robots. Okay, they're coming. We're not going to be able to stop them. The only question is, how do you get around them and find a way to use them? And how do you take advantage of the opportunities that may be popping up as well, which is something I'm going to talk about. So, but 19% of our workforce, that's just in this country. This is going to happen worldwide. Okay? And and I'm going to suggest that if you are one of the ones that are laid off or being considered laid off, or if you're one of the ones that didn't get laid off, I want you to imagine your job has to change because something else is going to be doing some of the responsibilities you were doing, but there are going to be more responsibilities you're going to have to take on. So it's not like a, it's not like one thing is going to happen. It's not going to make your job easier. It's going to add on to your job. If you are there, which means you may have more work to do because you, now you got an aide or assistance. That's why at the start of it, I said, if you're one of the ladies, one of the one of the ones that may have gotten laid off, I'm going to say that 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 may be the greatest thing that could happen. Depends on how you look at it. So that's. But anyway, so I'm going to just start out by just going through some some things because I want you to I want you to think about what is it that the technology will not be able to do where where somebody's going to need a human because the human's got to go somewhere. It's important for you to think out of the millions that may get laid off, where are they going to go? What are they going to do? Well, there are there are going to be several opportunities that the, some individuals will be able to think of, and some won't know what to do. And so, I want to give all of you some insight into what I believe you could do that could help you to get something that you want instead of a job. Okay. Anyway, so you still there, Larry? Yep. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to say, knowing that layoffs are coming. Uh, many of many of you might start writing resumes. I'm going to just make one suggestion, or two actually. Don't use artificial intelligence to write a resume for you. It's going to be a ton of people doing it because it's easier. It uses words you don't use. We can't see body language because that'll show up when if you get an opportunity to show up, and then your language has got to support the language that's being used to represent you on a piece of paper. So, anyway, so I'm going to suggest you use it as a tool to help you express yourself better, but make sure it's the true you. The biggest problem with our workforce right now is that our workforce, the employers on that side of the field are spending over $500 billion a year trying to motivate the individuals that are already working for them. So something's missing in what what we thought we could produce, and the best thing you can have is to produce you authentically. It's easy to fabricate, not going to be easy to back up. Anyway, so I'm just going to... Anyway, so that's, that's, that's what I like to have you think about. What is it... What it what can you do that the technology cannot do? Okay. So I've got some suggestions for you. Okay. Write down what you know how to do, which, which most of you should have already in your resume. But those are titles. I'm going to suggest you write down what you did. Not, the, not so much the title. And I'm going to give you some ways of looking at the job for that. How long have you done it? Because the the 
the longer you've done it, the more experience you have that now will allow you to learn the technology better because the technology is doing what you used to do. So if you know what you used to do, then you know how the technology is doing it. And then the third thing I'd like to have you think about is to understand your jobs that you've had. And and when I say jobs, understanding understand what title you had and then what you were supposed to do. Okay, those three things. Now, there are several things I left out, and I left them out on purpose because I don't want you to focus on those. I'd like to have you think about what it is that you know how to do. Okay, so some of the things I left out, I left out your education. I left out your qualifications. I left out your grade point averages. That stuff is, is fine to have, but it has nothing to do with you. Your performance has everything to do with you. That's why it's important to tell people what you know how to do and write it out so that you can speak it out so it's consistent because your resume is a representation of you, especially if you get called in so we can ask you more questions about what you sent us. And if you can't do that, you will not get selected. Anyway, so this is how you can get around. So I'm going to go around. I got some things that are called necessary skills. And Larry, if I say something that chimes with you, feel free to share it because there's a big wave coming and a lot of people are going to be affected. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of people creating resumes, looking for different jobs. But all the jobs are going to change. So it isn't one-sided. The job titles are going to change. What they're going to want the human to do is where you come in. The technology is going to take care of things that you used to do. So your value is in you knowing what the machine is doing that only the machine can do, but the human side of you is your advantage. And that comes into knowing... Knowing your job. So, anyway, so I'm going to say, I'm going to suggest, these are what I call necessary skills. They go into any any job that you've had, depending on your understanding of what a job is. Okay, depending on your understanding. Okay, so notice I mentioned things like, don't mention, don't mention job titles. Actually, if you're networking, if you tell people what you'd like to do, they'll come up with job titles. Any title you select is something you think that you can do. But if you can't describe it in front of people, you can't talk about what you did in terms of functioning, then they won't know. That's part of our problem with our workforce now. And it's part of the solution is using the technology. So the individuals who are lucky enough to remain and use the technology, that's that's going to be to their advantage. But those that have been laid off, there's a way they can begin to use this technology as well based on telling people what you know how to do. Okay, so imagine you knowing what the machine is doing, how well you could do your job instead of it doing it for you. Anyway, so I'd like to have you think about that. (laughs) Anyway, so these are necessary skills. I have about 15 of them, and I believe they go into every job. And I'm just going to mention what what it is. I'd like to have you think about it and see if that fits into something that if you wrote what it is, then someone may say, we want this kind of person to you, uh, to work with our machinery, okay? Because the machinery is going to be able to do a lot of things without you, but there's some things it won't be able to do without you. That's that's what I want you to begin to recognize. What it can't do, won't do. This is where you come in at. But anyway, we're going to take a short break so that you hear something from our sponsors and hold on, Larry, and uh, because I'm going to talk about how you 
can find something you want in this technological age that we're getting ready to go through. We'll be right back. Job seekers, now you can access Gene's articles revealing a different way to find enjoyable employment, especially for experienced workers. His free articles titled, Layoffs Present Opportunity to Find Enjoyable Employment, Is There Really Job Training Available for You?, How to Find a Fit in the New Job Market, and Innovative Job Training Program, A Collaborative Model. To see Gene's articles, go to LinkedIn.com, type Eugene Hodge in the search box, look for articles, and choose an article. That's at LinkedIn.com. Or go to HodgePodgeTraining.com, choose Resources tab, and choose an article. That's at HodgePodgeTraining.com. Purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you didn't learn in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a, a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. If you have a disability or know someone who has a disability between the ages of 18 to 65 that is collecting Social Security disability payment, but you would like to get off the Social Security and get a job where you can be self-supportive making enough income. Well, I have a way of doing that to help you. If you have an interest or know somebody, send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. At theopportunityhour at gmail.com, especially if you're in the greater Tampa Bay area. But if you know of anyone, period, this is a national program designed to help people with disabilities to get competitive paying jobs. world is changing. The workforce is changing. Everything's changing. And I'd like to have you think about waking up. I'm on the phone with my colleague, Mr. Larry LaBelle, who helps job seekers to prepare resumes in order to find employment. And uh, we're talking about the explosion of technology into our workforce. And Larry, if you got, I'm going to play a poem right quick that I wrote. I'm going to have the producer play a poem. And then, Larry, I'd like to get your thoughts on what you think. Mine is recorded. But uh, it has to do with where the technology is going, that I believe it was going. And and uh, I'm... But it, but, but it has to do with technology, and I wanted our producer to find it, see if you can find it and locate it, but it has to do with where I thought things were going. And if you, okay, if you got it, let it go, because it tells everything that I want to share again. Okay. okay. This one is titled, Robots, What a Life, written November 4th, 1982. Robots, What a Life. Just a few years ago, for most human beings, we never thought there'd be a so-called thinking machine. Machines that ran thoughtlessly all day and sometimes at night, humans powered and controlled them because they had that right. Assembly lines flourished. The economy grew at a fantastic rate. The machines were extremely fast. They seldom made a mistake. Humans turned them on, decided when they ran. Then came the new machine that began replacing this man. It's called a robot, a machine with many wires. It's faster and makes decisions, but it too never tires. Robots dominated jobs previously done by human beings. We humans were no match for these precision-oriented machines. They're programmed to think and make decisions for you, 
with speed and accuracy which no human can do. Some well-programmed, they seem free to roam. Now from the assembly line, robots have come into our home. Yes, their creators have programmed them to cook and clean the house, yet they don't get tired or complain like a spouse. Now you can buy robots, and that's not a rumor. Programmed with temperance personalities, even a sense of humor. You can bring them home in specialized human forms with incredible features and almost all human norms. They exhibit warmth and grace. Some perform sexual acts. Fascinating machine, but these are just some of the facts. The natural companions that react to your command. We no longer need partners as previously thought by man. Futurists say by the year 2000, we'll be marrying them. Having a living robot will be everyone's favorite gem. They'll replace us humans. Our race will begin to die. Technology and bionics seem to prove how and why. We now have artificial blood that carries oxygen, artificial limbs and veins, already a natural trend. Artificial skin that looks and feels like our own, that's the reason for robots, as futurists have predicted and shown. You won't know a robot from a human being except for its efficiency and perfection like the original robot machines. From the assembly line to the bedroom, wow, that's a long way, from what robots originally did seemingly only yesterday. An aid for more production is what they were supposed to do. Now they have replaced people, one very well may replace you. Okay, that was done in 1982, and I believe we are there been there now the public is witnessing all of this and larry what'd you think of that if you say one more time what what did you think of that 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 poetry i wrote i liked it okay and but but since you're in the training field could you share some advancements in technology that you have now begun to recognize as as we are really starting to make the big push as a species of people now? I have one just saw today. I was working with a client. He told me about an artificial intelligence program that asks questions of the job seeker mm-hmm. and then is able to intelligently follow up with additional questions based on their answer to the initial question. Mm-hmm. And it's, it was very amazingly good. And that's one of the advances in technology that you'll see in the job search process is having those programs ask you questions instead of a human being. But they've been programmed to ask the questions that are relative to the specific position you're applying for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I'm going to just 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 suggest out there, thank you, Larry, that that if you can avoid any of that, it cannot relate. It's artificial. It can't feel what you feel. It cannot sense what you sense because it's not real. And what 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 will happen is that the machine will be making some decisions that can't feel what you're saying and you cannot get in front of another human. That's where networking comes in, because networking is with all humans. Anyway, so I'm going to suggest that that you're going to have opportunities to to develop resumes and send them in. The only problem is if everybody else is going for the same job, then imagine how much similar words people are going to have. And imagine someone on the other side, the robot's reading all the similarities because that's that's been programmed to ask you the questions. Now, some people are going to do that. The technology is going to do that. Some employers are going to do that. But for those of you who are really would like to do something and, and you feel as though there's nothing else you can do, I had just the topic of the night was what can you do that the, that the technology cannot do? Okay, so I'm going to ask that you focus on the jobs that you had, and here's what I'm going to give out. I'm going to give out something I call necessary skills. It's for you to think about what it is that you know how to do, and I'm going to suggest that you write it down because the machine cannot tell how well you do it. Only you can tell how you did it. 
which means the next person next to you did not do it your way. They may have done it similar, but they aren't you. Okay, so here we go. There are about 16 things and uh, 16 topics I'm going to mention, and, and uh, you are welcome to think about it, but I'm going to suggest that you write them down. Okay, the first one is presentation. Presentation is you doing your job. Okay, think of the places you've worked. How did you do your job? Because if you did your job for your supervisor, your supervisor and your coworkers have to watch you doing it. That's called presentation. You can't see you. We see you. We see you performing. Based on how well you present your job, that, de- that makes the decision for a customer to buy a product, customer to come back, because we, you're presenting the job and you're the representative of the job, so understanding how to do that becomes a critical asset for any employer. Okay, the skill of organization goes into every job. Organization is how do you organize your plans to get work done? What tools do you use? What things do you have in place that you can grab or do some research real quick? So the skill of organization goes into every job. It's something that you naturally do. You can't learn these things in college or any other place. You learn these things by doing them, which is called performance. Okay? The, the skill of listening goes into every job. How well do you listen? Can you listen to someone explain something and then repeat what they said and then give them your answer? Okay, so the skill of listening goes into your job. And how you present your job is based on how well you listen and, and get out of, give out information, but the robots cannot sense or feel any of this. The communication goes into every job. Communication is how well do you talk to your coworkers, which is totally different than talking to the machine. Because your coworkers can sense feelings and see feelings. And the AI cannot sense or see any of that. It's a machine. It can't see. It has a camera in there, but it's not your eyes. It's not all of the all the things that are connected to you talking to somebody. The skill of dress goes into every job. How do you dress for your job? Okay, how do you appear? What does the customer see? What do your coworkers see? Do they see you like you just came off the, the soap opera off TV or you just came off the street or the hip-hop place? What, is, what kind of workplace do you work in and how are you supposed to dress? Because the dress represents your employer. Most people are never taught that, so they go to they go to work with whatever they have on, with no idea how it's representing the role that they play within that company. It's not their fault; it's the fault of the supervisors and those kinds of people, because they get paid to dress a certain way to to attract customers and clients. I mean, so the skill of dress goes into every job. But terminology goes into every job. Every job has its own terminology. Can you walk the walk and talk the talk based on that profession or that that job? And so certain language fits a certain job. It's important that you know the proper language to fit because when you're representing your employer, and most don't even know they're representing their employers, there's certain terminology that you might use, and with all the robots and machinery coming, there's going to be a change in terminology that many of you might need to know. But the importance of being able to talk the talk and walk the walk, that's what you need with the terminology. The skill of speaking comes into every job. Unless you have a job like most where our workplace is evolving to is sitting in front of a screen and all we can see is a headshot of you. We can't see the rest of you. And you speak to a microphone. It's totally different than speaking to another human. So the skill of speaking may go into your job. You may get paid to speak to customers. 
Unfortunately, in 2023, there's so many places I can go in our community, in our stores, and the speaking is something that really I'm pretty sure most owners of companies really wouldn't want that, but it's not their fault either. If you haven't trained them and you can't expect them to know how to speak for you if nobody taught them how to speak for you. I had to learn that myself when I started. Get the skill of time management goes into every job. How well do you manage to do the various chores within your job and get them done? Imagine telling somebody what you did and how you did it because that's how they're going to gain the knowledge of your level of experience. Now, there's going to be a problem there because many of you are going to be overqualified. And the reason you're overqualified is because understanding growth and advancement you keep, you've done the same thing over again, over and over again, and you're trying to do the same thing again. We, we want, we want we, as, employ, we, as employers, we want you to use your knowledge, which means advancement, which means you get more level of responsibility, more pay. But that comes out of how well you use the functions within your job that only you have, because that's your uniqueness. Now, the skill of socializing goes into every job. Okay, socializing is where all the gossip goes on. Okay, who knows what, who's, who's moving there when there's openings coming up and who's being laid off. All that happens in the gossip. If you wait till your listing gets on the board or you see something in the paper, you're too late. All that's happening in the gossip, which means if you're not the kind of person who talk to your coworkers, talk to other people, ask them how they're doing and what do they do and they know what you do, then... You will be late. Okay, so I just mentioned that 19%, this article says 19% of our workforce are going to lose their jobs this year. Okay, there's several thousand people. Well, the socializing is where all the gossip, when that's going to happen, who they're going to be looking for, what's going to change, all that's going to be going on in the gossip. By the time you look at a job description on YouTube or, or, well, one of these job search sites, you can already be too late. But we're going to, we're going to take a short break so you hear something from our sponsors. But I'm here talking about necessary skills that the technology will not be able to detect in order to help you to find jobs that you enjoy. And, and we'll be right back. Job seekers, are you unemployed and ready to go back to work? Did you know that now you can get Gene's books revealing a different way to find enjoyable employment? Each book shows you how to develop a resume and cover letter using your life experiences. You will receive step-by-step instruction on the content, its rationale, and its importance for each book. His books are available in soft copy and digital formats on Amazon.com and HodgePodgeTraining.com. Eugene Hodge, an employment training consultant, has helped thousands of job seekers to find enjoyable employment at competitive wages using an innovative process by matching your needs with employer needs. The books are Resume, What's Its Purpose? and Cover Letter, What's Its Purpose? To get Gene's books, go to Amazon.com, type Eugene Hodge in the search box, look for his books, choose a book. Or go to HodgePodgeTraining.com, choose Shop tab, choose books in a single or bundled formats. Coming soon, books in Spanish, Creole, and French format, all at HodgePodgeTraining.com. If you happen to miss any part of the Employment Opportunity Hour, or there's a particular show you may want to hear again, don't forget you can check out all the past Employment Opportunity Hour programs by going to internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. All the shows are there, just click and listen, internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. And you can contact Gene via email at the, T-H-E, opportunity hour at gmail.com. So you don't have to miss a minute of the Employment Opportunity Hour ever again. Purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you didn't learn in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. 
If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a, a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. Look here to find that purpose right here on the Employment Opportunity Hour because you all have a purpose. It's all the things you find yourself doing that you enjoy. Behind that, there's a purpose for you doing all of that. I believe my trusty partner, colleague on the other end of the line, Larry LaBelle, are you still there? Yes, I am. I've been going through things that... that uh, they're titled Necessary Skills to that the technology will not be able to catch, that humans could bring in order to use the technology and be very effective. And so I've given out uh, about 12 things, presentation, organization, listening, communication, dress, t- terminology, speaking, time management, socializing, and uh, that's what I've gotten so far. But la- but but Larry, did anything jump out at you in terms of what I may have mentioned? I don't want Networking. to have you just sitting there listening. I like to hear from you from time to time. <laughs> Networking is number one. The technology will never really be able to help you master that. I didn't it's mention networking. <laughs> I mentioned it. Right, net. Networking could be considered a skill because there's a way to network and not network. So that's yeah. that's great. But one of the one of the things that I want you all to notice in these necessary skills, the skill I define as something that must be performed. It's not something you can tell somebody you have, because if they don't think so, then it's not good enough. When they say what it is, then it is good enough. And so it's important to to understand the difference between what you say and what they say. When you can describe what you know how to do verbally and writtenly, they will equate that to a skill level. You telling somebody you have good skills or you're smart or intelligent, that's fine for you to say, but we still have to choose, and if we don't think so, you get left out. You want to know what we think. And the more people you go to, you'll find out what they think. But the more people you go to, that will, that will allow more people to know how they can help you get what you want and use what it is that you want based on how long you've been doing it. Because you are an expert. If you've been doing it 10, 12 years, you've already demonstrated your effectiveness. All of these are functional things. They're not anything that you can get on a piece of paper or see on a piece of paper. They're functional things that separate you from one to another human being. And knowing how to use those, you could utilize this technology to make it work for you, and you gain, plus you'll grow. Anyway, so that's what I was talking about. I got a couple more I'm going to mention very quickly. Attitude goes into every job. You can't you can't write attitude on a piece of paper. You can't you can tell people you got a good attitude, but if we don't think so, then it's not good enough. A lot of us tell people what what we can't see, what we believe, and it's not sellable. It's important for us to know what the others are hearing and what is sellable. So attitude goes into every job, based on how you represent the job and know what you're doing, your attitude is going to show up in your performance. But then the skill of writing goes into every job. The keyboarding 
right, right, writing on your keyboard or typing on your keyboard is a is a skill. Something that if you must do, that's a skill. Depending on how fast you do it, how much you know about doing it, but the skill of writing goes into every job. If you got to type stuff onto your computer screen, that's writing. But not being aware of your using the skill of writing, that's that's where the problem is. Because you have things that the technology will never be able to figure out because all humans are different. We all have different skills and abilities. Okay, then the last thing I'm just going to mention is education goes into every job. Now, the education I'm talking about is not you got two O's and three O's and you graduated from college and, and, and trade school and all that sort of stuff. There are billions of people that do that kind of stuff. The difference is the education I'm talking about, do you know why you're there? Do you know how your job fits into making the company run? Do you know what the company does in order to make money so they can pay you? That's the education I'm talking about. If you know that education, then you become a valued customer, a valiant, something that everybody wants because you know the reason you're there. And so I'd like to have you think about it. Part of the technology replacing humans is because the technology can't feel anything, doesn't know anything, it just works. Humans must know these things. And so it's not having degrees because it's fine to have a bunch of degrees, but if if your performance doesn't match that, then you still lose. It doesn't matter. So it's nice to have, but if you have it, you didn't it's a piece of paper, it's title. The functioning is what has allowed you to do that. But the functioning allows you to grow. And that's how you can grow throughout your working career because it comes along with progress. It comes along with development. Anyway, so that's about it. So our time is just about up. Larry, do you have any announcements or anything that you might, that may have popped up that you can hear? I have three workshops for job seekers on March 6th, excuse me, March, on June 6th, from 6 to 8 p.m., I have the free um, capturing the power of LinkedIn workshop, very comprehensive, all hands-on. Uh, on the ninth, I have a free how to create a achievement-based resume to get some more interviews. And on the tenth, excuse me, the June twelfth, fourteenth, and sixteenth, from nine a.m. to five p.m. with an hour for lunch, a comprehensive job search workshop called the. Job Search Acceleration Group, or JSAG. Okay, workshop. How they, okay, how can I get to this? They can go on LinkedIn. Okay. And go look. If you go to the home page and look on the bar on the, on the left, it'll show you um, all the current events. There's a link at the bottom of the list to see all. You see all, and you'll see those three workshops listed. Okay. You can you can uh, sign up. And you'll get the link to use LinkedIn Live to attend the summit. Okay, thank you very much. Our time is up. Larry, thank you very much for sitting in. And and, uh, hopefully people can follow this. And, but I'd like to have you know all the things that you like doing and enjoy doing, you literally have been doing it your way, which is what I'm trying to get you to go do. So go do those things and enjoy your life because you can do what it is that you enjoy doing in today's age using today's technology. And we're out of here. WTAN Clearwater FM 106.1 WDCF Dade City FM 102.3 Listen.